What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Chavez, and if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in, put your shit down, and let's talk. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. What's up, Journeys? I am back again with another episode, and y'all know before I get started, I like to update y'all about my week, and this week has been better, okay? It's been better than last week, but the you know, still was a few hiccups, but internship is, you know, things are normalized and I'm getting used to it. I think they're getting used to me being there, you know, yeah, whatever with that. I'm just, I just really want to take in as much as I can, you know, learn everything that I need to know for when I get out here in this profession, child, I know what I'm doing. Okay. But as far as me personally, I think I've just been a little bit more exhausted than usual. And coming into this year, you know, I was like excited. I was like, I'm about to do everything that I really want to do. But I think I didn't realize how much I was actually putting on my plate. But I'm managing, I'm moving some things around and I'm sorting some things out and I'm making it work for myself. So I hope y'all are doing the same. I hope y'all ain't putting too much on y'all plate so that y'all can really just enjoy y'all time and not just feel exhausted. You don't want to ever get to that point where you're just tired and worn out. You know, we're not doing that no more. We're taking care of ourselves. But today, y'all, I got a surprise guest on the podcast. My girl then came through. So I'm going to let Tiara introduce herself to y'all. And, you know, she's going to talk a little bit about her day. Go ahead, friend. Well, your week. My week, yeah. Hello, everybody. My name is Tiara. Um, I just recently graduated from college with my bachelor's in biology. And I'm almost to the point where I'm getting into my profession. Actually, today I just got an email from one of the jobs I applied to for an interview. So yes. I'm happy about that. I love to see it. Um, My week has been, I don't know why, but I've been very tired. And I think it's just because like I'm kind of being different with my health maybe I don't know if that's the reason it possibly mm-hmm. could not be but it's a new year and you know I'm just trying to get back into the gym and have a better healthy lifestyle especially with food because I'm kind of bad with that mm. so hopefully hopefully I can get in the gym and be motivated mm-hmm. and just continuously continuously do better by myself yeah yes. I love that yeah. because I love how you added the the health aspect in there because honestly y'all know we be talking about mental health we talk about self-care mm-hmm. and all of that stuff but I never talk about the physical the you know your actual body um mm-hmm. yeah child I need to eat better because you know I love to eat all the wrong things okay we all do uh, we all do for not be in the <laughs> kitchen all right <laughs> but I ain't gonna take too long I'm gonna go ahead and get into the podcast topic so friend you want to tell them what we talking about yes so today we were going to be talking about when a relationship has ran its course and how individuals deal with the end of a relationship Oh, yes. So I'm I'm excited about this topic because I feel like at some point, if you've ever been in multiple relationships or even just one relationship, like you've probably been at this point. And so, you know, we're going to briefly talk about our relationship status and whatever. So I'm going to let my guests go first. Go ahead, friend. Okay. So I am in a relationship, happy relationship. 
Um, we've been together for almost three years now, and I can say that it's been probably the happiest time of my life. He's mm-hmm. definitely changed me as a person, as a woman, and I'm growing every single day. Oh, girl, I love that. Baby, y'all heard what she said, okay? <laughs> look, if you come in my DMs, come correct, because I, my friend had a man for three years. I, look, don't be coming here with, in my life with all that drama. But anyways, <laughs> long story short, y'all already know I'm single right now. But um, as far as being single, I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying where I am right now. It's like I'm not in a rush to get in a relationship. Of course, I want a relationship, and at some point, you know, I'll get there. But I'm not forcing anything. I'm just allowing things to happen naturally. So when somebody comes and, you know, they saying all the right things and treating me right, friend, it's going to be some, you know. And you're going to get picked up and you're going to be happy. And there you go. Yeah. Snatch me up real mm-hmm. quick. I'm Child, I'm tired of being on the streets. It's cold out here. It's okay, but, Frank, because I know he's listening. Oh, friend. Okay. Look, which one of y'all is for me out here? <laughs> My, look, y'all, child, she didn't say something. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited, you know, just about the journey and stuff. So we're going to jump right in. So, friend, what do you think are the signs that a relationship might be over? Um, So there are plenty of signs. But some of the things that, you know, I kind of jotted down a little bit mm-hmm. was when certain conversations with your partner seem mm-hmm. to lessen. So if y'all have been used in your relationship mm-hmm. to having these long, you know, honest, open talks, and it, you yeah. can tell there's a lot of, you know, love behind it. And mm-hmm. you can tell that he's really listening to what you're saying. You're listening to what he's saying. Um, or vice versa. I just think that you can tell sometimes mm-hmm. that when your partner is not engaged in the conversation, yeah. you can tell that he's kind of possibly he or she's just not feeling it anymore. And I think that kind of you can when a person tells that, I think it's kind of upsetting, and mm-hmm. you realize that oh my gosh, this might not be the same. Like this person's changing, our yeah. relationship might be a little different now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I like that because mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, I've definitely experienced that in some of my relationships and, you know, I I was definitely one of those people who, you know, the type of communication sort of switched up, like it wasn't really no deep conversations. It was, you know, people, I hate when people, what you doing me to death. Mm -hmm. So if it starts to become that, like, I'm going to just be like, okay, child, I don't, I don't know if you feeling me like you was in the beginning because you don't really care. You know, you ain't asking me the important questions. We not having these deep conversations no more. That's an issue. It is. That's an issue. So I like that point. So one of the ones that I um, wrote down was if there is some type of physical, verbal, or mental abuse. Because I think that sometimes in relationships, people don't really think about the verbal and the mental abuse, uh, mostly the physical stuff. You know, of course, that's the kind of stuff you can you can really see. Right. And um, the verbal and the mental stuff, sometimes people just think that they got to sit there and take that. This is somebody I want to be with. This is just part of a being relationship. We all going to go through stuff. But at the end of the day, you don't have to sit there and deal with no type of abuse. I don't believe in that shit. If somebody out here playing with you, they playing with your time, they playing with your life, child, you know, you just got to be able to recognize that so you can get up out of there. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm, if if it ever get that far, that relationship was definitely over before it even started. Exactly. Yeah, I don't play with that. Mm-hmm. How you feel? I feel different. I mean, another thing that I put was, so, you know, every relationship at the beginning, the honeymoon phase. Oh, girl. Yes, the honeymoon phase. Um, 
your partner starts buying you these flowers, mm-hmm. doing all of these thoughtful things for you. Baby. And then towards the end of the relationship, when it's kind of coming to an end and y'all aren't, you know, the same at the beginning, mm-hmm. those things just go away. Yeah. And I think you can tell, like, when, especially if your partner is one of those people that does it all the time, and then all of a sudden it kind of just stops, you're just mm-hmm. like, whoa, wow, like, what did I do, yeah. you know, to make it stop? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think then that's possibly where, oh, wow, this relationship is going to end because I'm not getting what I used to get. Yeah. Like, where did the switch up happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's that's probably hard for some people, you know, when you notice that your partner is starting to switch up routines. Because I know for me, child, I'm a Virgo. I notice every little change. <laughs> I notice that if, you know, you ain't been putting your dishes back in the sink and washing them and putting them up. I, I noticed mm-hmm. stuff like that because I was just like, child, what's wrong with him? He, you know, he normally wash the dishes and put them up, but he yeah. ain't been doing. It's be small stuff like that or like just out of order. Yeah, yeah. friend. Like or when we lay in the bed, like I remember he used to lay a little closer and now it's a little oh, more space. Far. Yeah, I'm like, what you doing? Because no, yeah. so y'all pay attention to them signs because baby, they be there. So, okay, this is okay, uh, y'all. This point right here. I was just like, this This got to be it. I had to put this one on here because it popped in my head and I was like, yeah, this is important. If you are your partner, well, I mean, you, I, you wouldn't always know. So I'm going to speak for, you know, I'm going to just say you. If you've been missing being single, this relationship might not be there, you know? Yes. Because you, you, at this point, you're not all in no more. Mm-hmm. And I just think that if you know you're feeling that way, if you know that you want to be out there doing it, sometimes you just got to switch things up, you know? Maybe, you know, this ain't the person for you right now. You know, you just don't want to be out here doing the wrong thing. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, for me, being in a relationship at the beginning of my relationship, mm-hmm. I had been single for so long. Mm-hmm. And I did kind of miss it, especially when you have friends around you that are Girl, single doing yes, what they want. Baby. And it, sometimes it looks fun. It, it always looks fun. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It looks fun. you like, oh, dang, I'm in a relationship. I'm kind of stuck beside mm-hmm. this person. I kind of want to do what you're doing. But at the end of the day, I think it comes with, you know, knowing if you go out and do that. Yeah. Is that person that you're doing this with? gonna be the same as what you're getting back home there you go it's talk your shit talk your shit friend because i really i really like how you was like just honest about like in the beginning your relationship like you miss being single because that was one of the things that i was dealing with when i was communicating with you know this dude like we was really Mm -hmm. feeling each other he wanted to be with me and you know we was damn near there Mm -hmm. to the point where like i that's like one of my exes. We did never officially say we was in a relationship, but that's one of my exes. Fuck right. it. <laughs> um, but like at that time, like I saw all my friends like going to other dudes' dorms and living their best life and getting a little something, something over here and yeah. something. I'm like, child, I want to do that too, mm. bitch. So let me move some stuff around, <laughs> you know. It's just I just started to miss being single at that time. And that's when I, I communicated well, not well. I didn't communicate it well to him. But that, you know, I didn't necessarily want to pursue something right there because I'm still in college. You know, you you didn't live all your good college days. Right. And I just want to have fun, too. And, yeah, that was definitely something I personally dealt with. Um, I'm not I'm not going to say that's always a sign that the relationship. Well, that 
Oh, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. If you're in a relationship and you feel like that, that is a sign. But I'm saying, like, if you're in a situation with somebody before there are labels, it's not always a sign that things are over. It may be a sign that you're afraid of commitment. Right. But we that's a whole nother topic, and mm-hmm. I ain't going to get into that. <laughs> so let's go on over into what if you want to break up, but you worried about hurting your partner. Mm-hmm. You know that you don't want to be in this relationship no more, but you don't know how to tell your partner because you think it's going to hurt their feelings. And it might. It might. Especially, you know, y'all really, you know, your partner really feeling you, they loving you, and, you know, you don't want to be with them no more. Right. And I just feel like that's that's a part of it. You know, everything ain't all, always going to feel good in relationships, especially when it's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that really popped up in my head is you have to realize that you can't shield your partner from the truth, even if it hurts. And because I I said this in my last podcast episode, but I would rather you hurt me with the truth than hurt me with a lie. And I just want you to tell me the truth. If you know, you don't want to be here. Let me know. I'm I'm going to hurt. I'm going to be sad about it. I'm going to wonder why. You know, just have that conversation with me. Just be like, okay, this is why, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm not really enjoying myself. I don't feel like we connect on the same level as we used to. Just be real with me. Or if you're not attracted to me, whatever it is, just be real with me. Don't, don't be rude, but be real. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. And just to piggyback off of what you said, I mm-hmm. agree. Because once you are scared about hurting your partner, Mm -hmm. then you go out and do things that you shouldn't be doing. Yes. And then that just, it's a whole nother big ordeal, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, you don't want to, obviously you don't want to get hurt, Mm-hmm. And but you are scared to tell your partner how you're feeling, so now mm-hmm. you go out and hurt your partner. Exactly. And now you're just I don't know. It's just it's it's bad. And I I just say like you said, just tell me the truth, even if it hurts me. Mm-hmm. Tell me the tell truth. me the truth. Mm-hmm. That's just I don't know. That's the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. Yep. And another thing that I um with this question mm-hmm. is I feel like if you're worried about hurting your partner, the first thing that you need to ask yourself is, Are you happy? Because if you aren't happy, Girl, then the relationship is just not going to go where you think it's going to go. I mean, mm-hmm. if you feel like the relationship can be saved, okay. But if you don't think so, then mm-hmm. I say, ask yourself, what's your mental state? Are you mentally in a good state in this relationship? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, then you know that just tell your partner that this isn't going to work out anymore. That's real shit. Mm-hmm. If you know you're not all into it, let people know. Because mm-hmm. I, I just feel like people have a right to decide whether they want to continue to deal with whatever bullshit that you're going to bring into their life or not. Yeah. And so when you open that door and, for communication and you letting them know what's going on, child, if they decide to chase after you and try to make things work and end up hurting themselves in the long run, that's on them. But you did your part with informing them and letting them know. I just feel like communication is one of the biggest things mm-hmm. and whether you at the beginning or the end of a relationship, you need to communicate because right. at the end of the day, you and this person both invested so much time into each other, time, love, energy, all of that. And you owe this person something exactly. as much as people want to believe that they don't owe nobody, nothing. You owe this person something. Mm-hmm. You owe them respect. Right. So owe them the same respect that you would want them to give to you mm-hmm. if they was feeling this way. And that's just how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Because that's, I don't know. 
that's just it. You owe just you owe your partner the same respect that you would want. Exactly. And just you gotta get that. I don't play about that. Don't mm Cause I treat people exactly how I want to be treated, mm-hmm. and I expect the same in return. Yes, and karma is a real thing. Oh, girl, mm. what goes around comes yes. around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beyonce said it best, my girl. <laughs> I love that song. But y'all, I know things can be hard, especially when feelings and emotions are involved. You know that's to be expected. But at the end of the day. You have to learn to have these hard conversations, these uncomfortable conversations, because if you don't, you ain't doing nothing but hurting yourself and that person in the long run. Because and the reason I say you're hurting yourself, because you, you're not growing as a person. You only grow when you do put yourself in those uncomfortable conversations so you can learn to say, OK, damn, like I really need to communicate mm-hmm. this, even though it don't feel good to hurt this person that I've been with for a year or however long it is. But I know that I have enough self-respect and enough respect for you that I'm not going to put either of us through this when I know I'm not here. Exactly. And I want to be somewhere else. That's just it. Mm-hmm. So how do you think people can communicate the, these type of feelings to their partners? I think that the best thing is to have an open and honest conversation with your partner. Mm-hmm. I think you should tell your partner these feelings that you are feeling and see if there's change. Agreed. I think that, you know, if your partner is listening to what you're saying mm-hmm. and willing to accept a little bit of criticism that you mm-hmm. might not like and they're willing to change, I think that that's a great thing. Yeah. But, you know, if they're not willing to change, you can't change somebody. That's real. So, you just sometimes you have to just leave that situation. Mm-hmm. You really do. Yeah. So I I kind of I like what you said because I, I I don't think you should wait until the end to the point where you just completely fed up and you know mm-hmm. you just want out. Right. I just feel like as soon as you start feeling some type of wavering in your relationship with this person, you might need to be talking about something mm-hmm. because, like Tiara said. This might be be something that you could save, or it might not. But that's something you need to go to your partner and you need to talk about. You can't wait until the end till you know you're done. Because I'm gonna tell you, I had a conversation with one of my one of my good friends at school, and she was telling me about one of a situation with one of her friends. And the girl, she would mentally start to break up with the person before mm-hmm. she even lets the other person know. So when the other person finally finds out that they want to break up with them and they don't want to be with them, that person already healed because they did the breaking up while they was in a relationship. Mm. So now they out here in the world, they live in their best single life and this other person hurting. Like, did you ever really love me? Right. Like, were you ever really here for me? That type of thing. I don't I don't agree with that. I just think when you're in a relationship, you're in it together. Mm-hmm. And so you need to talk to me. You need to. I wish somebody would start mentally, emotionally detaching themselves from me mm. while they're in a relationship with me. <laughs> and then next thing I know, you are here in a relationship with somebody else or in a situation with somebody else two, three days or uh, weeks later. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be mad. Yeah, don't play with me. Because I feel like you was cheating on me at one point. Y- you were playing with me. Yeah. Because, yeah, you were cheating on me. Whether mm-hmm. you was doing it physically, mentally, or whatever it is, but you was cheating on me, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't play that. I call up my friends, and we'll go bust some windows. Flat some tires. Flat some all tire. of that good stuff. Flat the three tires. Don't forget. Mm, I ain't playing. 
<laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Mm-mm. I agree. I don't like that either. Yeah. So, but to calm shit. Ooh. <laughs> but to calm things down a little bit, I think you should start by being honest with yourself. Hmm. So, once you start realizing that you're having these feelings, like, just sit with yourself. Even if you need to talk to your friend, you know, just sit down, have a conversation, really figure out what it is that you're feeling. And if you know that you're feeling some type of, I don't know any, uh, I don't know if this going to work anymore, be honest with that feeling. Don't be trying to stuff it down and be like, okay, I'm just going to try to work it out. It's whatever, whatever. Be honest with yourself so that you can go and communicate that to your partner. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not honest with yourself about how you're feeling, how you going to go to your partner and say, this is how I'm feeling? Right. When you don't even fucking know. Exactly. Or you won't admit it to yourself. Exactly. And it really can be like the littlest thing. Like mm. it doesn't have to be something major. Like for me, like it could be like, oh, my boyfriend didn't put the toilet seat down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be mad about that. Yeah. And he keeps doing it and doing it. And then I just, you know, go ballistic on him. That's I'm going to tell saying. him something right then and there. Like it's not going to be like a, you know, us arguing. It's going to be a communication conversation. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, babe, can you put the toilet seat down? Because right. last week I fell in. Right. You know? <laughs> like, don't do that. You know, right. like, ain't got to be no argument. And I think that's where that communication piece keeps popping up. Mm-hmm. It's because people don't know how to communicate until it something and pits them off. And right. now they want to go off. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. You should never have to wait to that point. And that's why I say don't wait until the end. Don't. You should never have to wait to that point where you just completely fed up with something to communicate it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Give them the same courtesy that you would want them to give to you. Okay. And I also like how you said, you know, talk to a friend. Mm-hmm. If you can't, you know, communicate your partner yet, talk mm-hmm. to a friend. And if you possibly don't have anybody that you think, you know, you can trust to tell your feelings to, jot it down. There you go. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a firm believer in writing my thoughts down because, I mean, shit, I do it with my podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, when things just pop up in my head, I write it down. That's just my way of getting my thoughts out of my head, seeing it, and just really processing, you know, what I'm feeling. Right. That that works for me. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's not for everybody, but try it. Shit, you don't know. Mm-hmm. You never know until you, you just try it, you right. know? So... Yeah, I don't know. That's just how I feel about that, y'all. Y'all can't be because I feel like when you in this part of the when you in this part of the phase, you low key leading them on a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, when you you ain't communicating how you feeling about your partner and you knowing you unsure, don't be don't be leading people on, having people thinking you care about them when the whole time you thinking about how you gonna leave. Right. Don't play with me. Please don't play with your <laughs> mind, but don't play with me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, look, let me be. Um, Less hostile. But um, to move on to the next part, friend, how do you walk away from a relationship when you've invested so much time? Ooh. Yeah. That one is good. Yeah. So I'm going to get a little personal. Mm-hmm. So I was in like a four-year relationship mm-hmm. with this person, and we started off as best friends, you know, mm-hmm. that history have a little history back there but we started off as best friends and we continued on for about three to four years after that and I at one point 
um, I found out, you know, that he cheated on me. Mm -hmm. And I still didn't want to let it go because I was so used to this person. I talk to this person from morning to day, when I wake up, when I go to sleep. So that was who I was used to. And mm -hmm. I felt like if I was going to leave this person, I, I just would be lonely and I would be scared. I wouldn't know what to do mm -hmm. because that's who I talk to about everything. Right. So it's like, do I leave or do I stay even though I'm getting hurt and I know that I'm getting hurt? Mm -hmm. But you got to think like, you know, about yourself. I know it's scared to be lonely if you have history with a person, but is this person supporting you? Was he supporting me? Yeah. No. But at the end of the day, like, I have to make the decision to leave Real shit. or just stay and get hurt. And that's not good because that's going to take a toll on your mental health. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, everybody knows, especially every woman knows when it's time. When it's time to go, it's time to go. And for me, it was time to go. At the end of the day, you know, we still, after the relationship was over, did we still have communication? Yes. But I didn't want to put myself back in the predicament of still possibly liking him mm -hmm. and getting back reattached and getting hurt again. Yeah. So I just had to leave it alone. I really did. I had to just step away from that relationship and I had to find myself because if not, it would have been bad. That's real shit. Yeah. Like you have to figure out what you want and what you need in a partner and in a relationship and figure out, is this something that this person, you know, given to me? Is mm -hmm. it something that they're willing or capable of giving me? And if it ain't, child it's time it's time to go mm -hmm. because if y'all you know thoughts and values and everything that y'all want in a relationship not align child how's this ever gonna work right you know what i'm saying you want to go do this and i want i'm wanting this i want communication i want more quality time but you want to go spend quality time with your boys and right. all of that mm -mm. no that ain't gonna that ain't gonna ever work it ain't gonna ever work and i'm a firm believer that time does not equal happiness mm -hmm. it does not matter how long you've been with this person you could be in a relationship for 10 years 20 years if this person not making you happy no more ain't, ain't no sense in holding on to this relationship right. and that's just how i feel about it and i understand you know there are special circumstances when people have kids together and financial reasons you know they choose to stay together because you know it's just better off for them but at the end of the day, I do encourage you to make the best decision for you mm -hmm. and your situation because it's different for everybody. But I also want you to know that you have wants, you have needs. Mm -hmm. And if your partner not providing it to you, it's okay to walk away. Yeah. You know, you don't need your partner's permission to leave a relationship. Right. All you need to do is give them the common decency to say, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling this anymore. We're not on the same page. And that's just it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you don't owe you don't owe them to like stay and help them heal. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, it break us hard on both parties. If you, I'm gonna say if you're doing it in, in the nice way. Right. And you're not emotionally detaching before yeah. you get out of a relationship. But it's hard on everybody. So, mm -hmm. you know, you got to get used to being alone. They got to get used to being alone. It's a, it's adjustment time for everybody. But y'all know I start talking and I get away from the topic. But, <laughs> you know, we was talking about just walking away from relationships that you've invested so much time in. Because love don't save all relationships. And neither does time. To me, time does not mean a damn thing if I'm not being treated the way I deserve or the yes. way I want it to be treated. Yes. Ooh, trying to speak that I'm just telling you, friend. 
I love that because it, that, it's very true. Mm-hmm. And you really have to think about your future. You really have to. You have to because at the end of the day, you are the person that got to live that life. Mm-hmm. You are the person who when you get to the end of your life, you going to be unhappy or happy with how you chose to live it. Mm-hmm. And I just don't ever want to be that person that gets to the end of my life and realize that, damn. I should have did this because I knew I wanted to do it, but I was afraid to step out on faith. I was afraid because we invested so much time in this relationship. I didn't want to start over. Child, all of that, that don't mean shit to me if I ain't happy. Mm -hmm. If I ain't happy, I ain't ain't staying nowhere I ain't happy, and that's just real shit. I, I, I done been through some miserable ass relationships and situations with people, and I just can't go back to that. Not living my life like that from day to day you know where it's like very spur of moments like one minute y'all happy but then 90 percent, 98 percent of the time y'all arguing y'all unhappy yeah yeah i know that's not gonna work for me that reminds me of that relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a real shit because a lot of times people spend more time being unhappy in certain relationships than happy they do and i think a lot of people especially in this generation they think that toxicity mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah. And it's really not. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's attractive to a lot of people. It really is. They, I, I want me somebody who's going to call me up and cuss me out and tell yeah. me to come home. Now, that, that's, I, you know, I like a little... I like a little sternness sometimes, hey, you, know, you know. Put you me know. in my place. Yeah. yeah. Put me in my place, but, but don't, don't do too much. Me. There you go. Yeah. Don't play, don't play with me. <laughs> don't play with me. <laughs> do not play with me. You know, I like a little... A little oomph, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I don't want to be in a relationship with anybody I feel like I can run over or they just right. a pushover. You know, mm-hmm. I want you to be able to stay in your ground the yeah. same way I'm going to stay in mine. Exactly. I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling. You're going to tell me how I'm feeling, but we still going to be respectful exactly. of each other. Because mm-hmm. don't play with me and I won't play with you. Exactly. Because please don't. <laughs> Look, I'm getting over here hostile like I'm experiencing something <laughs> right now. I think I'm having flashbacks. But I don't know. I just... I know that, and I'm going to speak for my first relationship, and, you know, this was a while ago, child, but it was um, it was a lot of uncertainty surrounding uh, my first relationship because I just didn't know really what was going on. It's like I would want to trust, but then I can't trust because I would find things and see or hear things. And I'm just like, you know, you talking to all these other dudes and you saying they friends, but like they didn't flirted with you in the past. Like, that's, that, I don't know, that's weird to me. And it just, because whenever I would start to make other male friends, like that was an issue. Mm-hmm. Because I remember one time specifically, Lord, I hope you don't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember one time in specific, I went by this other dude's house, and I'm not going to lie, he was feeling me or whatever. So I went over there, but we was friends. We was Mm -hmm. friends. I went over there, and, you know, we was chopping it up or whatever, and we was hanging. And so I went and picked up him and his brother, and we got in a car, and we had drove by my ex's house. And we had pulled up over there because, you know, like we all knew each other. We was all cool. Right. And wait, was we exes at the time? I don't know if we was... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if we was together or uh, if we was broken up at the time. I think we was broken up. Okay. I think. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. (laughs) (laughs) 
But, you know, I went and picked up the, the um, my little friends at the time, you know, and we all went over to my ex's house because his people was gone. So we was, you know, just jostling bad or whatever. And so me and my ex, we was flirting and stuff. And then he kind of pulled me to the side and he was like, um, why are you hanging out with them? Mm. I'm like, they're my friends. Like, they cool people. And the funny thing is, that's exactly what he told me when I asked him why he was communicating with them. Oh, they're my friends. They're my friends. Huh. And and they cool people. Mm-hmm. So you told me they was they was friends and they was cool people. I'm friends with them too. Right. They're cool people. So they're riding with me. We're having fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just having fun. We just having fun. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it was like a little. It was some flirting going back and forth. But yeah, I forgot what I was even talking about. I, how I got on this point. But well, I agree with you. Um, and this, you know, about what you just said. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with my boyfriend having female friends Mm -hmm. i don't but you can always tell your partner can always tell Mm -hmm. when that so-called quote-unquote friend is flirting with you Mm -hmm. but it's like your partner doesn't want to be doesn't recognize it Mm -hmm. but you recognize it but if it was vice versa they would recognize exactly but it's like you know i don't have a problem with it but as soon as i feel something off or i feel like that person's being flirtatious with Mm -hmm. you or has a little bit of, oh, I can't wait till they break up mm-hmm. type of, yeah, no, cut it off. Don't play with me. Yeah. And don't, and look. See, that right there <laughs> made me mad. <laughs> For real, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I can't stand when dudes be like too friendly. I don't like that. Don't, don't do that. And I know we getting away from the topic, y'all, but just, let us stay here. <laughs> I just don't like when dudes be too friendly. Like, don't come with that energy you see this girl flirting with you and i'm standing right here you see this in dude front of flirting my face? With... yeah don't yeah, do don't that, do that. I, and then uh-uh. she keep keying all that that's what i'm saying she no. she tapping you on the oh. back while she laughing yeah. and touching you and stuff you ain't gotta do that yeah you don't because i'm right here see thank you yeah no then then you gotta go over there snatch them by the ear and like come over here and let mm-hmm. me tell you something because why you don't thank you stop playing with me stop playing with me but y'all we not violent people but it's just it's just people, so you know, some people know how to get you there. And they do it on purpose. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like if you know that you wouldn't like me doing this in front of you or behind your back, mm-hmm. don't do it to me. Exactly. And I, that's just it. It is. Respect yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Respect me in our relationship, whether I'm in your presence or I'm not in your presence. Mm-hmm. I want you to treat me like I'm there every second. Like Chavez can see every single thing you're doing. Yeah. Okay? So don't be on Snapchat looking at this and texting back to who. I don't I don't care. I don't right. care that they sit up, slid up, and put a hard eyes. Don't be saying thank you back. Yeah, I don't care about all that. Thank you. you just read it, open it, look. And I, close it back. Yes. They mm-hmm. know you're in a relationship because you just post me yesterday. Exactly. Don't do that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't do that. But y'all, this is, I mean, this is, this can all be a part of when it's time to walk away from a relationship. And that's just real because that's that toxic, that's that toxic part that we was talking about. Things get toxic real quick. And you know, back then when I was experiencing and going through all of that, it didn't have like the word toxic. Like that wasn't like a big thing out Mm -hmm. there. So that was I had no way of labeling what, what the hell me and my ex was doing. We was just Y'all was being petty. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, think everybody's had a little bit of pettiness in a relationship. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. You know, like, I didn't want to see him with nobody. He didn't want to see me mm-hmm. with nobody else. So, like, we would say little petty, little slick stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was just it. Post a little something mm-hmm. so he could see it. Yeah. The real shit. That's all it is. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> but, y'all, we going to go ahead and get, get back on topic. Y'all know I love a little side talk. <laughs> but next, I have what are the signs that your relationship can be mended? What are the signs that a relationship can be mended? So I think the biggest word that comes to mind for that is mm-hmm. change. And mm-hmm. I'm saying change as in that y'all have had this conversation about the relationship that you think possibly has gone astray. It's not mm-hmm. the same anymore. And y'all both have recognized that this is different. You're different. I'm different. Mm-hmm. And we need to change something about it if we want to stay. Because I love you. You love me. And mm-hmm. I don't want I don't be with anybody else. And you don't be with anybody else. Right. So I think if you you and your partner are willing to have this change, mm-hmm. then go ahead. I think that can mend a really happy relationship. And it can bring the relationship back to what it was in the beginning. I definitely believe that. And probably create an even stronger bond. Mm-hmm. Because all you need to know is that both of y'all are in this together. And y'all are willing to work on whatever the issue there is Mm -hmm. you know um i think couples can get through most issues that that happen in relationships but it's about whether both parties are deciding like we gonna work on this Mm -hmm. and we gonna make this better and we actually gonna do the change and do the work Mm -hmm. and that's the only way it's gonna happen and i yeah so i agree with that point so one of the just like side parts that I would add to it is that if you also feel loved and supported mm-hmm. in your relationship, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if your partner is always, you know, ensuring that you know that, you know, they love you and they support everything that you do, you know, they always telling you that they're proud of you and you're beautiful and, you know, I appreciate having you in my life. If they always telling you those things, even though you might be having like some little troubles, but if you see that they're still trying and that there's work that's being done, I think that relationship could be saved. But it's also about whether you want it to be saved too. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say, I know my friend is, a counselor but yeah. i also want to say that please please don't be afraid if y'all possibly can't do it as just y'all two together to work on it there's nothing wrong with going to a, a um, couples therapy yes i'm definitely open to yes. it yes see i appreciate you saying that because i feel like it's always me that's saying it. and of course you, you only <laughs> my second guess but i'm just saying like, I feel like it's always the counselors mm-hmm. or the mental health professionals that's saying, like, oh, if you're going through stuff in your relationship, don't be afraid to go and get, you know, help. Go mm-hmm. Get a mental professional. You know, sit down, help them, you know, let them help you teach you how to communicate. Let right. them help you teach you how to love on each other. And, mm-hmm. you know, just recognize when things are triggering and all of that stuff. Yeah. Because sometimes people are not able to do that alone. Right. And I appreciate you bringing it up because... I, I like when people outside of the mental health field recognize the benefits mm-hmm. of having a therapist, especially mm-hmm. in relationships or just in, you know, your own situation. Right. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My friend said, don't be afraid to get couples therapy. OK, don't be. That's real shit. Because you just don't know how much that will help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So another one of the things that I believe can help, you know, save the relationship and get things back on the same um, same page is if 
you like the person that you are when you're with this person. Mm-hmm. When you know that you could be around this person and completely be yourself and that you just, I don't know, they they light something up in you that you haven't felt in other relationships and you just haven't felt in general. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's still worth exploring because mm-hmm. if this person only gave you that feeling, it might be something still there worth her holding on to. Yeah. That's, that's just how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. And you'll know. Exactly mm-hmm. when that person gives you that feeling. Yeah, because I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest that I had a feeling in a relationship that I haven't felt in since. Mm-hmm. Just being real, um, and that that was the relationship that I said I don't know if I can call it a relationship, but <laughs> that that was that person. Like it was definitely a spark there. There was a. I even had DM in this one day. I was just like, like you know, you my husband, right? <laughs> And regardless of whether he believe it or not, I just think um, I think time and may have just been wrong for us. Mm-hmm. And I do think um, I think there's something there. Now, whether he's willing to pursue that with me again, mm-hmm. you know, that's up to him. But um, if not, you know, to each his own. You know, I, I don't I don't believe that we only have that one person that can give it to us. Right. You know, we could definitely find somebody else that that might give us that feeling it might take some time to find that person but i mean it is what it is now go, don't go out here chasing a feeling though right. where you just passing over good people yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't go out here chasing a feeling but i am saying that if you feel that in your current relationship even though y'all having issues y'all that, that might be something y'all can continue to build on mm-hmm. and that's that's just it and i like how you said you know that it might not be just that one person that can give you that feeling. Mm-hmm. I know we're kind of going off topic. But I strongly believe that there's multiple soulmates for a person. Mm-hmm. It's not just one person. Yeah, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think you can have that spark with anybody. Now, I don't know what controls that spark, what right. creates that spark. It's, it's probably just personalities coming together and aligning perfectly. Mm-hmm. And that just might be what it is. I don't know. I ain't, I ain't got, right. <laughs> you know. Um I just know that I do believe that that can happen with more than one person. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't believe we was put on this earth for one single person. Exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. Just saying. Yeah, it's not logical, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm All these many people in the world, you mean to tell me only one of them fit me? Right. What are the likelihood that I'm going to meet that one, one person? person? And he might live in like, I don't know, out the country. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Arizona, California, yeah. Canada. Yeah. You know, you just don't know. Right. That's what I'm saying. I just, it's somebody out here for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's, it's somebody's out here for everybody that, you know, it ain't just that one person. So I'm just saying. And I also want to add mm-hmm. about how you said Chavez about, you know, you were talking about, um, you had that spark with that person mm-hmm. and you know, that feeling was there mm-hmm. and you said that, you know, it might not be the right timing. Mm-hmm. And one thing I want to say is like, Yes, you know, sometimes the uh, timing might not be right Mm -hmm. at that time, but it might be right in the future. Yeah. But one thing I think people tend to do sometimes is try to force it. Yes. And when you force something, it just, it never, nothing never comes out of Mm -hmm. that. It doesn't. Yeah. I just don't believe that if this relationship was meant to work out that you would have to do too much. Right. And it's not that you're not going to have to work at it because you do. You got to mm-hmm. work at every relation, every relationship you in, and that's friendships, all of that. You know, you have to choose to want to be there and choose to show up every day mm-hmm. in your relationship. 
you should never have to try too hard to make a relationship work. If you feel like you putting in all of this effort and you doing this and you doing that and, you know, things just still not working, child, it's, maybe it's just not, you know, that's just not it for you. Mm -hmm. Because every relationship ain't going to be that hard where you got to do too much to make this work. Right. I just don't think that. But before we end the episode, y'all know I like to do my song of the week. So I'm going to go on and let my friend Tiara go ahead and talk about her song of the week. So my song of the week is Kiss It Better by Rihanna. Mm -hmm. I've just listened to that song almost every day, every morning on the way to work, on the way home from work. I'm listening to it. And it I know it can be, you know, like sometimes it can be a little sad song. But it honestly, it makes me happy. I don't know mm -hmm. why, but it I just be vibing in the car. I be singing my heart out. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes stuff just make you feel good because I know mm -hmm. I got one, a, a song that's like that. It's kind of... It could be sad. You listen to the lyrics, mm -hmm. it could be sad. But, like, the song just, like, brings me so much joy. Like, it yeah. makes me happy. It <laughs> makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. So, I definitely understand that feeling. But my song of the week, y'all, uh, brace yourselves. Because y'all know I'm always dramatic with my songs. <laughs> and I'm going to tell y'all to go download it and all of that. So, my song of the week is Breaking Point by Leon Thomas. And I promise y'all, it's not on purpose that this is my... Uh, song of the week because of the uh, it literally fits the episode but the reason that this is my song of the week because the first time I heard it I just so happened to be scrolling through Apple Music you know like I do and I like to see what's new mm -hmm. and I saw his name and I was like damn like he made good music so let me go check my boy out see what he got going on now because he ain't made a new song in a while clicked on the song and I was like wow it shook me. It's it's um the song was so powerful for, for me and especially if you're currently going through this situation where you feel like you've reached your breaking point. So like the lyrics in the song, he says, I call you home, but I might be alone. I can hear it in your tone. We're in the danger zone way past the breaking point because I can't turn down the noise. You are my only choice, and we're both feel, just filling voids. Way past the breaking point, because I can't turn down the noise. And he just kind of repeats that. Mm -hmm. And so basically what he's saying in the song is when you are finally just reaching that point in your relationship where you just can't do it no more. It's like you want to be here, mm -hmm. but it's obvious that you're the only person that really just want to be here because... Ain't nothing changing. You didn't communicate to your partner how you was feeling and ain't nothing changing. Mm -hmm. So even though you want to be here, I know that I'm at my breaking point and I can't keep doing this no more to myself. Right. So and and I just I think this song is so powerful. And I, that's why I think I need to go listen to it, because <laughs> and when I say he sung the hell out of this song, I look, I can't even look. Is I can't even do it justice. From Nickelodeon? Yes, this what? is he. He was on Victorious. Victorious. Vic okay, I was about to say Leon Thomas. I yeah, like, okay. that boy sung this song. You know what, y'all? He sings very good. I normally don't do this, but I'm finna do it. I'm about to play the chorus of the song, and I'm gonna let y'all hear a piece of it. Hold on, let me find it, y'all. One second.
Now y'all can't tell me that boy ain't eat that song. He did. Friend. That's so beautiful. That boy told that song up. It gave me such an old school vibe. And mm-hmm. I loved every minute of the it. The melody in his voice is just like, oh my God. It's so, it's like when you going through, if you was to put that song on, I bitch, you going to tear I'm down. Cry. I'm telling you, pillows wet, everything wet, mm-hmm. she's wet. That song, like, it just does something to me. And it's not like I'm going through that right now, but I remember that feeling. Mm-hmm. And you know when you, and I said this last week, but you know when you can, like, relate to, like, the lyrics because it reminds you of a time. Yes. That song do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, y'all, really go listen to my dude. And I know y'all, I be saying everybody is my dude, but that is my dude for real. <laughs> and... He, he ate that song and he really has some other good music. So y'all really go check him out. Um, he's another one that I think is underrated. That boy has a voice like none other. And if you watch Victorious, you know he can sing. Yes. That boy can tear it down. I didn't even know he's made music. Yes. Okay. I didn't and I Taylor put me on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. She put me okay, on to another. Tay. That's what I'm saying. She put me on to another one of his other songs. And I don't know. I just after that, I just couldn't stop listening to him because you, you know, just like Ariana Grande, you yeah. don't always expect people to make it out of Nickelodeon it, or Disney, Disney Channel, Channel right. you know. And when they finally can break into that adult side of things, oh, child, because that's just like even Demi Lovato. Like I would have yeah. never guessed she would have great like adult type music. Mm-hmm. And child, I know, you, baby, real. just like Miley Cyrus, yeah, real shit. Mm-hmm. Real I'm shit. not gonna lie, Taylor, you be finding some good songs. Ta- girl, don't don't hype her up. That bitch, <laughs> she don't know what she be doing. She just she just be clicking on stuff and happen to find it. Don't be hyping her up. All right, y'all. But I really appreciate my friend coming here, sitting, talking with us. Because, you know, I just like having somebody else here. You know, I always talk to y'all about inviting people on a uh, podcast. And, you know, we got people here. I love that. So, yeah, friend, I don't know. How was your first experience on the I podcast? I loved it, friend. What's good? At first, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. But I got the jitters out. Just started talking. For you know? real. It just starts to feel natural yeah, and just does. conversational. And you don't have to do too much. Mm-hmm. You just let the conversation flow. And that's what I like it to feel like. I love it. And I love the topic. I love the topic. Yeah. Very good topic. So, mm-hmm. I really do appreciate you guys for listening. And y'all always know that if y'all need anything from me, y'all can hit me up on my Instagram page. It's just between you and me dot pod. That's dot P-O-D. And hit me up, y'all. I'll be posting um little recap videos and adding extra insight to the podcast episodes on the page. You know, I've been slacking a little bit this week, a lot going on, but um that's normally why I do that, Ed. And I also post po- uh, polls so that you all can choose like what episode might come out next and stuff. So yeah, just remember that anything you say stays between you and me. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.